This is Delicious Matt Bear, and you are listening to Footstuff. Do grouses live in pear trees, or is it just partridges? I don't think partridges live in pear trees. I think a pe- the pear tree was part of the gift. Like the, the gave me a partridge, and is it partridge and a pear tree, or in a pear tree? The, the partridge is in the pear tree. So you, you can give a grouse a gi- go in a pear tree? I if it had access. <laughs> <laughs> really well, funny. hey gang, and welcome to Footstuff. This is a Blue Blaze episode. A very special Blue Blaze. Very, very special. Medium special. Let's do The Alpinist. Let's do The Alpinist. Yeah. Mark andre Mark andre Leclerc. Leclerc. I know. I, always, I keep saying Leclerc. This was, I actually saw way more, it was like advertised everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I watched it on Netflix, which I thought was yeah. super weird, was the first place to see it. We tried to see it. In the movie theater, I remember that it was like released in select locations. Yeah, and oh man, that w- I don't know if it would have been cool or if it would have been horrifying to th- watch it in a movie theater. I, I think it would have just been cool. I think that the, I think that like we saw Free Solo in the movie theater, and that was really horrifying. But that was also filmed by like we see that Jimmy Chin, which is different than the people who Lake filmed. Placid. We saw it in. I think we saw it in Plattsburgh. Okay. No, we saw it in Burlington, like randomly, oh, right? We were just maybe I, I think I saw it with Wade. But maybe that was filmed Wade. in a way to sort of like put you on the edge of your seat, and yeah, I didn't really true. feel that way about the Alpinist. I mean, there was definitely some mm-hmm. moments which we'll talk about in there where you just want to throw your television remote at the screen. Yeah. Um. But it was. I thought that it was a little. Mm, it was just, it was cool. It was yeah. filmed in a different style by yeah. different people, obviously. Yeah, so this is The Alpinist following the life of Marc-Andre Leclerc, and it came out in 2021, this year. Yeah, I, re- I remember seeing previews for it like yep. on uh, YouTube and mm-hmm. stuff a lot, maybe like the year prior, and I remember telling myself yeah. that it looked and really so good. And so he was a proficient... Out like one of the best alpinists in the world, but rock climber, ice climber, mixed climber, alpinist, um, kind of doing these insane record-breaking ascents, but literally telling no one about it or advertising it in any way possible. And like not even really doing a good yeah. job. Yeah, like a lot of people maybe like are good at self-promoting mm-hmm. with like social media or well, I YouTube. Feel like and he's bad at that. That's kind of the thing. All. Like even so even when Alex Honnold, like he he never told anyone before he went to solo something besides like the big free solo thing that they filmed. Yeah. But he would never tell anyone but then as soon as he got down, he would, and he would post about it, and then it'd be a big thing. There'd be an article or video on, or something about it. But this one, like, they had to, like, dig for stories and footage and stuff like that. And, yeah, I like, re- track him down and force him to, like, film stuff with them, which was... 
And I really like weird. the way they, they kind of dive into it in the film where they're talking like about at the beginning of just like seeing blurbs on like random, you know, like uh, forums and mm-hmm. blog posts of like this dude did this thing. And like there's three people that have a comment with like a thumbs up or like a hell yes. And it's like, how do, is only three <laughs> people commenting on this like wild, wild thing that just happened? Yeah, it was from so it was from Sender Films, which are the same people that did valley uprising which we did an episode on like two years ago that's a really good movie that That actually kind of makes sense that was one of my favorite climbing documents. because i really the thing i really liked about the alpinist is that it has a very like point a to point b narrative Mm -hmm. like at the very beginning they're literally just sort of talking about his personality and they're showing him like climbing and they're showing him free soloing a little bit with his partner, but they're not really doing anything very intense. It's like, it's all very relaxing and very cool to watch at the very beginning. And I like that it was very like story driven, much like, um, much like the other film that we talked about. Yeah. And then it gets into the, the horrifying stuff of him free soloing, not only ice climbs, which I mean, that's kind of crazy, but it's not as rare as you might think like sure. a lot of people that ice climb solo anyway because i mean ice screws they a lot of them aren't even rated i don't know if you knew yeah. that <laughs> but um if you fall on an ice screw hopefully it works but probably won't that's the first that, rule that, of ice yeah, climbing is you, you don't, don't fall, fall. yeah, yeah you no falling fall. in ice climbing especially when you're leading but yeah then it shows him free soloing like mixed climbing which is when yeah. you're climbing with ice tools and crampons on a route that is both rock and ice. Although he does it in a way that I've never seen anyone else do it, where he isn't using gloves and he's actually like, he'll place his ice tool, then let go and do a rock climbing move and then hold on to the tool again. And then, oh, it was. And insane. that's definitely the part of the movie where you're really on the edge of the seat. Um, I had already watched it, but I was in bed with Beans and I had it on and I rewound it so that I could show uh, her some of those. That specifically, there's that one mixed route he's climbing when he's going from rock to ice and he's like trying to do a heel hook on like a broken waterfall. And you can see all the way down to the floor beneath him. And um, it's, yeah. it's super impressive that he's not like, he's not even breathing. Like a lot of rock climbers, you'll hear him kind of like breathing really fast and deep. And he's not even doing that. He, sa- he seems so relaxed. It's very stressful. It yeah, is. It's stressful was. to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think the worst part for me was where you see him like putting his mono points on his crampons onto that tiny like non-existent ledge and then like trying to match on it and as he's hanging from nothing and yeah that was very stressful yeah and there's a couple times where he's just straight dangling he's just holding Mm -hmm. onto the tools and his feet are attached to nothing just there and the tucking of the ice tools underneath the chin (laughs) yeah with no leashes on so if he would drop one he i mean he would have to just i don't know as someone who often gets the dropsies in very <laughs> low stake situations, like that's a lot. That's a lot to imagine the confidence to be able yeah. to do something like that. But yeah. it was, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and the beginning part of it is like, and they're they're kind of like transitioning, like while they're narratively, they're kind of like 
slowly introducing you to the idea of what he's really doing. Mm-hmm. Like this is all stuff that he's just doing for fun, but he's his goals are much larger this than this. And you kind of find out as the story goes that he's he's soloing the rock and he's soloing the ice because he has huge goals that that are far beyond these little things that he's soloing. And you're slowly seeing as the movie goes also that his personality is like much different than anybody else I've ever really seen in this kind of movie, in this kind of documentary. Like he's he's a very genuine person. Like his ego is so small. Mm-hmm. It's almost non-existent. Well, yeah, I like that there's a whole 10, 15 minute part of the movie where they are just trying to find him to make the movie. Yeah, he just like peaced out. He was like <laughs> rock climbing with his friends. Wouldn't and, answer like... <laughs> any calls. I think they had to like... They like hired a local guide from like that area to like go find him yeah. and just see what he was doing. And in the time that he had been away, I think he had soloed some absurd amount of like he had put up a bunch of new roots or something yeah. like that. And then eventually it comes back. Yeah, that they're sort of searching for him, right? And then then when they finally f- kind of like find him, and they've like then when they finally get in touch with him, it's right after he does that first big mm-hmm. like alpine solo ascent and he didn't tell anybody and he didn't film it he just took a single photograph of himself on the mountain like alone and you know and he comes down and like anyone who knows everyone is freaking out and the guys who made the movie are super pissed that they didn't invite him and i love that there's a there's a little interview with him where he's talking about that moment Mm -hmm. and he's saying that it wouldn't be a solo if you came with me. Yeah. Like for me, you it's there, not yeah. just the climbing, it's the adventure. It's my time on the mountain. For it to for him, for it to count as a solo, he has to truly be alone. And I thought that that was so moving. Yep. Like that's a person who has like a really specific and personal relationship with nature. And I thought it was just fucking awesome. Yeah. And those dudes were so cheesed off when like they didn't get to go. And then he, he also he immediately goes back, does the same route again, but this time with the filmmakers and they film it so you can see what he has already done. Um and it's just it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't remember what mountain that is. Was it Robinson? No, I don't remember, but yeah, it was. I thought it was, which I think is the tallest in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that. Um, Made me really want to go to British Columbia. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> on a daily basis am reminded that I really want to go to British Columbia. I yep. was just looking at photographs of Rogers Pass, and I was trying to figure out where it was, and then I zoomed out on the map, and lo and behold. Of course. Yes. Yep. Um, but that part, I, I loved that part when he was talking about how, you know, this it's not a solo if there's a camera crew. It also just seemed like he had a very like blissful enjoyment of what he does. Like he would just climb really crazy things and come down and just be like cheesing, smiling, like so happy. Yeah. He's like, I had a really fun day. It wasn't that hard, but I had a good time. And it's like, what you just did was so crazy. And yeah, I think like, I think it was like after he came down from like that crazy one, like the guy was like, "Oh, pretty pretty hard crazy was day." It scary? And he, and he's like, <laughs> he was no. like, "No, no." But I had a lot of day. fun, and I'm glad to be outside today. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad they then didn't cut to him immediately hangboarding shirtless in his van like they did in Free Solo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like okay, that it was a funny end to the movie, but yeah. I'm glad. 
Andre is not like that. But they did have interviews with Alex Honnold on there. Yeah, which I thought was that. really cool. And I thought that, for, like, if maybe if you were watching that film and you weren't 100% sure of, like, what you were about to watch or what the film was going to be about. I like that Alex Honnold really puts in perspective, like, what Mark andre is doing as far as, like, the solo climbing versus what he did. I really like that breakdown in mm-hmm. the distinction. And Alex Honnold being like, what I did is, like, nothing compared to what this guy like did nothing like um i thought that was actually really cool and very humble of him to uh humble himself in the movie like that yeah and then i mean i I don't want to give away the whole plot but we're talking about it and spoilers it's about climbing he's gonna climb yeah and man I, i so i had avoided hearing about the movie and same i I and I had forgotten that we had covered this on Footstuff. Yeah, anyone who's listening to this ago. who's like an old school fan will probably recognize that we talked about this once a long time ago. Yeah, Wade may have possibly made fun of it. We we're not sure. Someone might have done, but uh, we'll see. Um, someone will dig it up. Yeah, someone will. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. He can't. can't yeah, he, he can't be here. He's under a bus. <laughs> he's a bus mechanic now. He's a busman. But yeah, there it. It definitely gets heavy like real quick. And as soon yeah. as they as soon as they like started talking about climbers missing, I was like, oh, I know how this ends. I yeah, was like, God me damn too. it. I was like, I remember this, yeah. But Allison has never seen it before or like her I don't think you had like heard the story and then like it's it's pretty devastating just it like is- the way they they end it but i mean that's the way it happened yeah, in real life though the it way just it, the way it went all and of a sudden it's just this that story is just over yeah but they did a good job i think wrapping it up with all the family and friends and stuff like that and i had i had no clue how how like crazy of a climber his partner was Right, Until, like I like before she even met him, she yeah. was like a sponsored climate like climber, athlete, and ski mountaineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really liked. I there was some moments in there that reminded me of Maru, which is one of my favorite movies. Well, so that's what I was gonna say. You, you messaged me, or maybe it was the whole Footstuff crew, and yeah. were like, "It's better than Maru. Is, this is the best climbing movie I've ever seen." And I hadn't seen it at that point, and I was like, "Man." If it's better than Maru, which is Maru is probably the best one I've ever seen, and I think this might be better. Although with Maru's not as sad. Maru is more like uh, gets me like motivated, I guess. Mm, But I I really liked the part where he's bailing um, in Patagonia, and just like the footage from his GoPro that is just like. He's so high up there, and he is alone, and it's dark, and the weather is absolutely fucking crazy, and he's trying to, like, come down. That shit is so intense. Like, I could not imagine being in a situation that intense and being alone and being able to just, like, navigate that all the way down. And like, yeah, but then, and then he, be they, like, oh, I'll just try it again. <laughs> I'll go up there again. And they like, interview him, like, at the bottom of that after he comes down. Yeah. And... He's just like, yeah, that's pretty much the worst case scenario, the like the one situation you never want to find yourself in. But he said it's so deadpan, he's not freaking out. It's and not he was this like, big but I was able moment. to get out of it and now I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like in a lot of movies they would make that 
little part like the centerpiece and it would have like the crazy like orchestra music and it would be really but it's not and he it just happens and he comes down and he's like oh yeah that's like the worst possible thing that could happen uh we'll we'll try it again he's just so calm all the time he's like a fucking substitute teacher he has like the best (laughs) mood all the time no, but that's what I assume it's like to be a substitute teacher because you're like, hey, I'm here to teach these kids. If they all fucking suck, well, they're not my kids and I'll go to a different school tomorrow. Yeah. No, we Maybe forgot. We like forgot. That. I don't know. I don't know what anything's like. Um, we forgot to talk about the whole part of the movie where he lives in a stairwell. That seemed like a thing that, that could have happened to anyone in this room at some yeah. point. That, I've, I've lived by some stairs. I feel like, yeah, we've all lived in some places that were like adjacent to stairwells. I mean, the stabbing was essentially a stairwell. The stairwell was the nicest part of it. Yeah. My apartment in Brookwood or my only furniture was a cardboard box. See? See? On the roof. See? <laughs> See. I have spent a summer in a, a hallway that what you got you got up to it through a stairwell. It was in a barn on block. Oh, that counts. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, about absolutely. to spend probably right five years stairs. in a minivan. <laughs> small van. In the in the the small van. Yeah, but the uh, yeah, I thought the the movie as a whole was just fantastic. It really Yeah, I feel like it really inspired me to get out and do some more things and to learn you know Mm. i really have some goals that i'm making that i want to things i want to do and it's kind of based around like that watching that movie but it's also a really good cautionary tale that like you know shit can still happen and i honestly thought just from like seeing his personality and his partner's personality and the way that they were together and the way that they viewed soloing where they weren't adrenaline junkies and they weren't out to like make a big name for themselves as climbers. They were doing it for reasons that I can't understand or try and describe to anybody. I don't know why they're doing it, but they're doing it. And I think the way that it ends, I think Mark Andre... I don't he could find the poetic nature of being eaten by a glacier of like he was literally swallowed by the mountain. Nope. And somehow that's like I don't know. Like I'm sure he didn't want to die, but there's something about that that's maybe poetic. Maybe poetic's not the right word, but it's the one I'm using. Mm-hmm. There's something about that that somehow completes like this circle yeah. in my mind. Because yeah. even um, her at the end of it, I mean, obviously she's devastated that he's gone, but like she's still climbing and mm-hmm. she's still pushing and she's still doing her own thing. Um, it's not like it's, you know, made her like swear off climbing or anything like that. Yeah, I, w- I would say a solid six stars. Yeah. Six, I, six star foot stuff rating. As soon as I watched it, I was like, it's the best adventure film I've ever seen. Now that was just right after watching it. It's not my favorite, but I do think I still stu- I I do still think that the way it's filmed, the narrative, it's it might be the best. That and like Don Wall or Maru is probably like the best I've seen. Yeah. Don Wall is really good. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but it's just I think we did a whole episode on it. It's so good. I was just <laughs> thinking about that the other day. The push. <laughs> That's good. It was good. You can check it out on Netflix. I think it's still there. The Dawn Wall? 
is actually of, I don't I think the Dawn Mall might still be on there too, but the Alpinist is definitely. Oh yeah, on yeah, there. The, the Alpinist is definitely on there. It's definitely worth checking out, hundred percent. Even yeah. if you can like sign up for Netflix to get like a free seven day trial, watch the Dawn Wall and the Alpinist every day for seven days. Yes, and then let us know what you think. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that was Blue Blaze number <laughs> blank. In, insert the number uh, post recording, Matt. I'll I'll do that. Actually, no. I think I'll just leave that in. That was funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. Yeah. Uh, keep it keep it wild. We'll probably have another one of these coming out soon. Yeah. Play us out, Doctor Science. Yeah.